0: The key to success on the field and in your backyard is a comprehensive game plan. So if you're building a fence or a deck this year, trust a Turkstra coach to design, quote, or order the right materials for your project. Visit a Turkstra Lumber near you to learn more.
1: From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is a Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Welcome back to the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. The Cats and a huge win at home at Tim Horton's Field last Friday, last Saturday, excuse me, September 30th. And that was against Calgary, of course, 22 to 15. The Cats came away with a win to turn into a 7 and 8 team as they get ready for last three games of the season and heading out to Saskatchewan uh, this weekend. As always, fans, send any question you have for Coach O to Day at Ticats.ca. We have one later in this episode from Sarah. Uh, very fun part of our show, and we may pick your question on next week's episode. Coach, great win on Saturday night. Really fun to call, fun to watch. What stood out to me the most right off the bat was the physicality that your defense was with. It was playoff. Great cup physicality uh, you, that had to feel good putting the tape on and uh, and and showing that to the guys and some of the examples of uh, what it means to be a, a physical tiecat team.
0: Yeah, I think you said it best there, Luke. It was uh, it was apparent that um, you know everybody approached the game and they were you know once the excitement and stuff wears off, you got, you got to execute and part of executing down the stretch, you know, I truly believe that the bigger the game, the more physical you got to be. And that doesn't mean that that's always true, but that's just something that we've kind of lived by since, you know, I've been here in, in 13. And, um, yeah, there is a time for, for finesse and, and doing things in a certain manner. But, uh, defensively, it's really a chance to, to let loose and, and go through, um, you know, just what we believe we want to be. It was a chance to take another step, and then ultimately, despite all that, it's coming out with a win. So all three phases I thought contributed um, in their own way, and the timing of it was was really uh, impeccable in some situations.
1: Yeah, the defense uh, allowing no touchdowns from Calgary, five field goals. It was almost. I mean, I don't know if Calgary. I'm trying to think what the what the deepest yard line they made it to but they were not down at, at near your guys goal line for uh for most of the game there just high energy i mean how, what do you uh, attribute that to is that a is that a you know concerted effort at a, at that field position at that as they're starting to to enter into scoring territory is there something defensively that you guys are doing that had success to to stop them from scoring points no,
0: I think we played top down for the most part in a secondary. And for those listening, that just, you means try to keep the other team's color in front of, in front of yours. And at this, sometimes you're going to give up a higher completion percentage of uh, people are taking what they, what they can give you. But I think that's what really the biggest thing was is we didn't give up a bunch of explosions. And that's been an area, a challenge area for us this year. And no, there wasn't any secret formula, secret calls. You know, you know, from being around me, Luke, that. You know, I always say there are no magic defenses. There's no magic offensive plays. There's no magic special teams play. The magic is the players and the people, and they're the ones that create it. So um, I thought we did a great job of, you know, when play opportunities were there, we made them in all three phases. We didn't play flawless by any means, but we did what it took in certain situations um, in order to give ourselves the best opportunity to win.
1: Yeah. Saw a big hit from Stavros Katzantonis. Uh, yeah. w- w- what do you say about a hit like that? And man, it was like perfect form, right? I mean, it was like really, really the perfect football hit. And and you and it's interesting when you see something like that. And Stavros is the one delivering that contact, and then he's just standing there after the play. I mean, there's just like some signs of that's just like the perfect technique, you know? Uh, you put that on tape. Do you show the team? I mean, you got to get fired up about something like that.
0: Yeah, I think football. That's that's football, you know, yeah. at, at its best. Good, clean hit. Um, you know, they've taken a lot of that out mm-hmm. of the game uh, for player safety, and, and that's for good measure. And, you know, I'm all for that. But when you have an opportunity to have a, a clean hit like that, um, especially when you're on the giving end of it, yeah. um, you know, I know you were – you were on the receiving end of, of multiple of those and you know yeah. i think it did affect the game a little bit i think that the receivers coming over the middle you know you don't use the word i just think that you know you're you're less apt to go after the ball the way you did before you know um and it's you, sometimes it's unknowingly it it just um yeah it those those are exciting plays really got the crowd going and, and sparked our defense
1: yeah it it did uh create a a you know a danger zone in the middle of the field there. You could tell things were happening a little differently and actually Stavros got another one later in the game that was a pretty good hit. Uh and 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 like I said, the rest of the defense was was unbelievably physical uh as well. Very encouraging uh uh, looking towards uh, playoffs like that. I, I said in the broadcast, it was a very uh, Rob Hitchcock presence in the middle of the field there. Do you, you agree with that uh, analysis? <laughs> I,
0: I would agree. Rob manned the middle pretty damn good for a lot of years. And uh, I know he was smiling watching that.
1: Yes, I'm sure he was. Uh, coach, your offense. Matt Schultz comes into the game. Uh, when you started, when you started, uh, when the game started on that Saturday night, uh, were you expecting to play Schultz? I mean, was that the plan at some point?
0: Yeah, we, you know, Scott and I had talked about it and um, both the quarterback room and it was aware of where we were going to go. We knew Matt was going to see some time. Uh, We didn't have that exactly mapped out, i.e. this series, that series, this quarter. Um, It's just a decision that Scott and I uh, made there. And, you know, it's not that Taylor was doing anything, anything terrible. Just sometimes you got to trust your gut and and go with it. And, you know, the, the beautiful thing is that as hard as decisions like that are, um, you know, we, there was no, we didn't know how long Matt was going to stay in, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. It was just that both were going to play and, uh, yeah, it ended up how it ended up. And I just, you know, big, big ups to, to Taylor, who was, uh, you know, by the end of it, leading the crowd and getting them going, just being the ultimate teammate of what could be a very difficult situation for a young quarterback that has led, you know, has a big, he's a big reason why we're where we're at.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well well said, I think all around and uh I, I guess maybe we'll get into this more at the end of the episode, but you've got these 3 games left in this season. You're locked into the playoffs. Congratulations by the way. <laughs> that, Thank you. That's uh yeah. well well earned, well deserved the uh but it, it's interesting here. It's not that nothing else can be decided. There is that there is still a battle of a home playoff game, but you're going to have to play 3 playoff games to win a great cup that's set in stone you're in the playoffs that's set in stone are you gonna are you gonna tinker a little bit with this offense in these last three games or are you going to sask picking your guy that you want and 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 heading out there uh w- with intentions to to keep it that way
0: yeah, all three quarterbacks will continue to get reps in practice. It, it hasn't been determined, Luke, exactly what direction we're going to head. Uh, part of it just um, be, depends on the, the health of all, of all of them, right, and mm-hmm. and where we go. So um, we're still we're approaching every game the same. That's to win. And, you know, which person leads us or if it's a, a combination of we'll, we'll decide that as
1: we go throughout the practice week. Very good. You go if as you're looking at your offense right now, coach, like we said, three games left and then it's go time. What else is needed from them? What are you what what's another uh stage of growth that you need to see from your offense before playoffs?
0: Yeah, I just think just more consistency. Consistency. I think in spurts we've got it all, Luke, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like there's time really impressed with how everybody in the stadium knew we were going to run the football and we were able to run the football, you know. Uh, I always liken it to, uh, you know, it's like one-on-one pass, you know, one-on-one when you're doing in in training yep. camp, you know. It's, quote-unquote, considered an offensive drill, you know, and whatnot. But when you – I always looked at defensive inside drill – you know, when you go to inside run, for those of you listening, it's just really the, the, the offense and defensive line and the linebackers and the running back. I consider that a defensive drill because we know, you're, defenses know you're going to run the ball and you should stop them. So anytime an offense can get a few yards in training camp uh, when everybody knows they're going to run it, that's a win. And you have to be able to close out games and not always throw it because balls can get tipped. You can get quick holding calls, those type of things. And I just... um I would like to for us to be able to do that early in the game also, not just closing a game out. And then we you know, we need to continue to throw the ball down the field and make those explosive plays. And I thought Matt gave our guys an opportunity there and they came up with those big plays because you're only gonna be able to put together so many six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve play drives that end up in touchdowns. There's sometimes you're gonna to have to have explosive plays and you know, your in your playing days I think that was part of what made us so dangerous is we were able to do the things underneath, but we also could stretch the field. So we're gonna need to continue to do that. And we gotta keep the quarterback upright. And that'll that'll be so I think we've done all of those things, Luke. I think the thing that is just consistently and string it together consistently for two, three, four quarters and then two, three, four weeks and and not be as sporadic with it.
1: Very good. Coach, let's take a fan question here. This one is from Sarah M. in Hamilton. Again, fans fans, and listeners, you can send your questions to coach at gameday at TyCats.ca. Today, Sarah asks, Coach, thank you for an exciting season. I would like to know, how do you prepare for these last three games knowing you're in the playoffs? Will you play different players and rest veteran players as you get ready for a Grey Cup run? Thanks, and go Ticats.
0: Yeah, thanks, sir. I think I think it's a great question. And without bogging you down and all the fine fixtures and details, you'd love to take a look at as many players as you could down the stretch. Uh, we do know we have that the uh, the opportunity until told otherwise or mathematically eliminated to ha- to have a home field game. Um, we, we always strive for for the sky, if you will. We're always gonna we're always gonna reach for those type of things. Within that. It is the healthiest team. You got it. You got to remain healthy, but you can't rest everybody. So you're kind of caught of uh, the same situation as you are in. Maybe a preseason game or things like that. Do you play your your players or not? Uh, the fine fixtures and details, Sarah, would be <laughs> there's a thing called a salary cap, and you just can't afford to rest everybody. And I think that's the thing that people don't understand is maybe you play a player and they get nicked, and they're like, "How stupid." How could you have done that? And then, um, you don't play a player and then they show up in a game late and they're rusty. How could you not? How could you sit them for two weeks and think that they were going to be fresh? So you, that's what, that's what we get paid for to make those decisions. But there isn't a right one. The right one would be, you know, to, okay, once you qualify, you play the playoff game the next week. It just doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. And so we'll deal with it week to week and be as smart as we can but football is a physical game and unfortunately injuries happen and there is no um, exact way to do it or cookie cutter model to follow Sarah so uh, great question unfortunately there isn't a great answer except for to straddle the fence and say that uh, within the confines of the cap and the health of your football team you make the best decision that you can
1: yeah, interesting perspective there. Nobody, nobody was thinking about the the uh, the uh, salary cap there in our listening listeners' crowd, nor was I. <laughs> uh, the uh, um, and it also is. We'll see week to week. You know, it depends how how the games between Hamilton's schedule until that last game, uh, which is in Hamilton against the Ticats. And then how the Cats fare in those in these two weeks leading into that Montreal game as well. So, mm-hmm. interesting. We'll, we'll see how it shakes down as we get nearer to that last game of the season uh, and if that se- and if that game ends up having any impact or not. Uh, the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker is presented by Turkster Lumber. Check out the project coaches at Turkster Lumber. They can help with every part of your home rental, from designing a deck to ordering a new front door. Learn more at TurksterLumber.com. Coach, there is a lot of Grey Cup events announced, uh, including Carrie Underwood, a Mm -hmm. Santa Claus parade on Saturday. Carrie Underwood's on the Friday of Grey Cup, Santa Claus on the Saturday of Grey Cup. And then, of course, the game day, Grey Cup Sunday uh, and Green Day will be the halftime show. Coach, you're going to miss all that, aren't you?
0: Yep, but that's okay. Yeah. I don't mind that. That means we're in the game, and hopefully we've got a big lead at halftime. So it yes. won't, won't be part of the, the halftime festivities. I'll let everybody else enjoy that, but I'm sure it'll be recorded, and I'll get a chance to take a look at it after. But, yeah, there's no doubt that I know Hamilton's going to do it, and they are and have been working on this for a while, a fantastic job of the Grey Cup. And I just know that announcements like that just add to the excitement. Uh, we're just trying to add ourselves to the mix. Uh, one practice one day one game at a time so um, exciting news I'm excited for the city I'm excited for Canada and the CFL the Grey Cup is just uh, an epic event that happens every year the fact that it's in Hamilton and the the announcements and the job and the hard work that everybody is doing I know that the city of Hamilton is going to be extremely proud but I think it's going to be a great event for uh, all of Canada and for those that come to enjoy the Grey Cup every year yeah
1: yeah, very exciting. And the you go down and talk to TyCats staff after the Ticats game, and since since the preseason games, there's there's a huge collection of Ticat employees who are pouring their hearts into the breakup week, and they have been for months and months and months. So, very uh very excited for that week and for the uh, the announcements and and uh, Carrie Underwood, Green Day, and all the rest. And uh, well, Coach, we are you're a playoff team now. Uh, a couple of weeks until you can uh, live that reality out. But you mentioned in your post-game interview, you said you told everybody stick with you. <laughs> sure <laughs> enough. Sure enough. Now you've, now you've earned a playoff spot. And so congratulations on that. And Hamilton fans will surely continue to stick, uh, stick with us here. And uh, we'll, we'll have an exciting three games before we can see uh, the Hamilton Ticats, uh in a playoff game.
0: Yeah. Thanks Luke. Yeah, I know it's uh a wide range of emotions, but that's what's beautiful about the CFL season. And you gotta, you gotta stay the course. You gotta find the right people. Obviously, you gotta execute along the way, but just excited for you guys too. It's, it's always more fun when, when people win and, and you start to hit your stride a little bit. So excited for the city of Hamilton, the whole organization, but, uh so much work yet to be done but there's nothing wrong with stopping and and smelling the roses if you will a little bit along the journey uh, i know everybody rides the wave of emotion every week you got great day afters you, you know and there was a lot of weeks there where it was like oh my gosh this is what it is but um yeah that's that's why i said stick with us so here we are and uh look forward to the next month or so here
1: awesome well coach we'll have our episode next week and every week throughout the remainder of the season Fans, thanks for tuning in. The Ticats Audio Network coverage this Saturday as the Ticats go to Saskatchewan. We'll start at 6 p.m. with the pregame show, Andy and Bubba. Coach, best of luck with your week of prep. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Thanks, Luke. Another episode of the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker is in the books. Let us know your thoughts. Email us at gameday at gamedayattycats.ca. Coach O and Luke are back next week to discuss the latest from the locker room. Subscribe to the Tycats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.